Welcome to the Moonflower Path Podcast. This space is for the highly sensitive, the creatives, the earth-loving, the caregivers, the weirdos, the feelers, the change makers, and dreamers of the world. Here, we are all about guiding you to trust your body intuition so you can find home and shift culture. Through the exploration of somatic practice, self-care, and seasonal ritual, my hope is that you will be inspired to be in harmony with yourself and in a dance with the earth. I'm your host, Carolyn, and I'm so honored and grateful to be here with you today. Hello and welcome to the Moonflower Path Podcast. If you're hearing funny sounds in the background, my heater in this room is very noisy, so I apologize for that sound, but hopefully you can still hear me all right. But regardless, welcome. Here in this space, we are all about guiding you to trust your body intuition so you can find home in yourself and shift culture. I'm your host, Carolyn, the founder of the Moonflower Path Community Space, a space filled with cozy and accessible yoga and self-care practices, as well as seasonal rituals. If it's your first time here, welcome. Please consider becoming a subscriber, commenting if you're watching on YouTube, and downloading our free In Tune with the Moon self-care toolkit. The link to download is found in the show notes. If you are a regular listener, welcome back. Always lovely to spend some time with you. Today's episode, we are talking about the restlessness or the resistance that comes with slowing down, that comes with living seasonally, because very specifically this episode is coming out in November, and talking about ways to cope with the resistance or the restlessness that comes with creating space and slowing down. So let's get into it. So if you have listened to the previous episodes, then you know what the themes are around this time of the year. Again, this episode is coming out in November, so the season that we find ourselves here in the Northern Hemisphere is fall. But regardless of when this episode is coming out, what we're exploring here today is what do you do when you're moving through a period that is asking of you to slow down and to create space and to be with what is? How do you navigate the resistance or the restlessness or the unlearning that comes along with this process? So if you don't know the themes that are found around this time of the year, they are of slowing down, of creating space, of honoring death, honoring endings, of turning inwards, and of asking ourselves, what is it that I want for myself, for my life, and giving yourself time and space to actually honor and hear what comes up. So of course, these are not mandatory invitations. So if you're navigating and moving through other lessons of growth, or if you're moving through an internal season or an internal experience that doesn't really resonate with what I've just said, then that's okay. You get to choose and create your own path when it comes to seasonal living and intuitive and intentional living. However, if you are in the process of leaning into these themes, whether it's because you're curious about seasonal living or you're just feeling intuitively or your body is feeling intuitively pulled to explore these themes, then this episode is for you. So 
as not only the guide of this space, but I am also a fellow companion walking alongside you on this path of seasonal living or being a moonflower, like I like to call it. I am embodying these themes and lessons as well in my own life and self-care practices. I've noticed opportunities in my own life to let go, to move on as best as I can from challenging situations to wrap up old projects that I started, I never finished, and now it's time to either wrap them up or get rid of them entirely, to honor my own version, my own relationship with grief. All of these are things that I've been moving through in my own personal life. And the thing that I'm noticing in myself and that I also often tend to notice in other people's experiences, other people being people in my own local environment or in the Moonflower Path community space is that there's a common occurrence of restlessness or resistance to these lessons and themes. And I think the first thing that I want to say is that it's really, really not your fault. This is just the reality of living in the world that we live in. And the first thing that you'll want to do here in, your, in listening to this conversation is to be incredibly compassionate with yourself. Given this season is in association with the waning crescent moon and the dark moon, these are exactly the things that are going to come up. You're, so like you're exactly where you're meant to be. You are learning exactly the lessons that you are meant to be learning amongst this creation of space and this slowing down. This is a time to sift through, to sift through what you want and what you don't want in order to let go of what you don't want to make room for what you do want. <laughs> it's an interesting dance. So, okay, got it. Let go of what I don't want before making moves towards what I do want which is what winter and spring are for. Currently, I've intentionally let go of a few things in my schedule for this very purpose. I've created space in my personal life and work schedule in many ways. Truly, there is a lot of space and I do wanna recognize the privilege that I have in that and this is the life that I've created. The beautiful thing is that the space is working. Ideas, dreams, answers, tangible creative ideas are coming through. Time to be able to process what this past year has looked like for me has been actually be able to happen. I've been able to heal from challenging situations. So the space is working. Yet, there can also be this desire to want to like do that and then move on and start taking action when whatever dreams begin to come in and begin to actually like create an action plan. What is the next year gonna look like? What are my new goals? And how can I start acting on them right now? There can be a felt sense of having to get it all done right now, of having to just keep moving forward, keep moving forward, or having one's mind looping on details that need to be figured out that aren't even part of the beginning of the plan. It gets all jumbled. It becomes all very urgent. But big dreams take time and intentional planning and intuitive connection. Then there's this weird space between where you are right now and where you might want to be in the next chapter of your life. And you find yourself in this really kind of uncomfortable liminal space, right? So what do we do with all of that? How do we navigate that? 
there can be this questioning of, if I'm not supposed to start planting the seeds of these dreams that are beginning to come through from the space that I've created, then what am I supposed to be doing with all this time and all this space and all this rest and all this coziness? Rest and coziness are the themes that we're exploring in the Moonflower Path community space in November and December. So there is an intention or there's a mantra or words or a thought process that has helped me in the past and that has come back into play in my own self-care practices and I share it with you because I hope that it helps you as well and it's the reminder to practice being patiently present. That was my intention around this time last year and what's come up this year that kind of sounds very similar is be like the moon. In one of our most recent live lunar rituals in the Moonflower Path community space, this is something that came up in conversation. Be like the moon. Let things take time. Let that be part of the process. She reminds us that slowness is key in growth. The mind is going to race when it doesn't have a million and one things to distract it. But I made, and I'm speaking again personally, I made the decision to create this space in my schedule for a reason. Not to give my mind space to freak out or feel useless, but actually to help my mind, to let my mind dream, my body to be tended to, my energy stores to be regenerated, and my heart to be listened to. It's like a double-edged sword, right? All you might wish for is space to take a breath, to relax, to do whatever you want to do without someone asking something of you. But then when you eventually get that desired space, it takes a bit of time to acclimatize. Or the classic, all you want is a damn vacation, and then once you get it, for the first three days, all you can do is think about work. It takes time. Let it be okay that it takes time. Space and slowing down is very opposite to how we usually move through life, which is why I said earlier, it's not your fault, and that's okay. That's one of the reasons that this podcast and that this community and that this business exists is to serve as your reminder again and again of what is available to you when you unlearn the systemic ways of being and you come back to your own authentic and intuitive ways of being. So be patient with yourself. Patience does require discipline, but it also requires deep, loving presence. It requires coming back to the very basics of mindfulness, sensory awareness, trusting in the process, and remembering that your worth isn't tied to what you do or produce. You are worthy simply because you are. Let's talk about some practical ways to practice being like the moon or being patiently present or navigating the restlessness or the resistance that comes with slowing down and creating space. Hello, gentle listener. Carolyn here interrupting today's episode to tell you about our new free resource called In Tune with the Moon. Learn to listen to, trust in, and honor your body intuition so you can feel empowered to take up space in your life 
with the moon by your side every step of the way. This free resource includes digital moon phase calendars. So that's pretty phone wallpapers and widgets that have a moon phase calendar on them from now until the end of the year and they'll be updated in the new year four lunar ritual videos that are about 30 minutes in length and always follow the same comforting ritual of some gentle yoga, some meditation, and some lunar inspired journal prompts. And yes, these are cozy and accessible. All bodies, all mobility levels are very much welcome. And a digital lunar journal to deepen your relationship with yourself and the moon. By downloading this resource, you'll also begin to receive our monthly moonflower journal filled with cozy and seasonal self-care resources. Have I mentioned that it's all for free? Get in tune with the moon as well as with yourself by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website, themoonflowerpath.com. So my hope is, is that this feels like a practical list. So number one, catch yourself. Anytime I notice myself wanting to start taking radical action on the plan I'm still in the process of constructing or on starting projects that I am beginning to feel the beginnings of, if that makes sense, I practice non-judgmental awareness. Questions like, what's the purpose of the task that I've just started? How does my body feel as I'm working on this thing? Do I feel open and at ease or do I feel rushed and tight and filled with unanswered questions? Is this really the best use of the space I'm being offered right now? Number two, flip the script. Okay, so if being busy is the default for many of us, it is, then how might we slightly change the default? How can you get busy with rest? Like as if it was a task on your to-do list. Maybe it's not rest, maybe it's something else. Maybe there is something that you're really wanting to focus on that really ties into the seasonal themes. How can I get busy with being a bit more wild? How can I get busy with tending to my body? How can I get busy with being soft, compassionate? What if one of those things was quite literally a task on your to-do list. How might you dive deep into what these themes of slowing down, resting, letting go, creating space might actually benefit your overall strategy of being a human, right? If we use words that are familiar, but we like flip the script and put them into the paragraph of how can I be, can I strategize being more restful (laughs) or whatever word resonates with you. Get crafty with it become indulgent, time block, add in new and different and unique ways to really honor what your intention is for this season. If rest, stillness, slowing down were just another thing on your to-do list, how might that change your approach to it? Number three, mindful movement. Again, I know that I say this pretty often, I'm a yoga teacher, so of course this is something that I'm going to say. I'm a somatic practitioner. Tending to your body, moving your body is going to be a very helpful tool when it comes to feeling restless or resistance to something. Your body is telling you things for a reason, so listen to it. Get outside. Go for a walk. Feel your feet actually touch and create a drumming rhythm with the earth. 
let your senses take over. Feeling restless within the stillness? Then move. It doesn't have to be big, extravagant movement. It can be sensual, grounding, and presence-filled movement. One might think that the only way to practice presence is through the classic seated meditation practice, which is one way, but meditation is simply the act of being present and aware. So how might you infuse that into your daily activities or to the way that you respond to the parts of you that begin to feel restless or resistant? Number four, gentle reminders again and again and again. Reminding yourself repeatedly, I won't be useful to anyone if I never take a damn break. All the doing and creating and producing I know I'll be doing in the warmer and brighter months, either of the year or the warmer and brighter times of my life, won't be able to happen as beautifully and as intentionally if I keep buzzing and keeping myself busy now. If not now, then when? Number five. Come back to your core knowing. This is something, again, that we've talked about in the Moonflower Path community space around this conflict between what do you do when you know better? And you know, you know the basics of mindfulness, yoga, and presence. If you listen to this podcast, if you're part of this community at all, you know being present is something that is beneficial. You know that. This is not some far out concept. You know that it's beneficial. Whether or not you put it into practice is a different story, but you do know it. You know the power of your breath. We've heard it time and time again. So this is something that you know. You know the power of tending to your body, but how often do you actually put what you know into practice? Where have you been thinking, been there, done that around your self-care practices? Have you truly been dedicating yourself to showing up for your self-care practices? Or have you let life get in the way? What are the core practices, right? Again, this space is not about adding more things on your list, about adding more and new ways for you to care and tend to yourself. This is about coming back to the natural, intuitive ways that you care for yourself. The things that already you know are helpful. Coming back to those and letting go of the stuff that's distracting you or pulling you away from that. What are the core practices that support your ability to remain present and full? Come back to those and let them reignite your soul with a sense of remembering. Come back to your core knowing. Number six, prep work for the true you. Okay, so let me explain. Learning about the things you know you will want to be implementing in the new year before you actually do them. And maybe you're listening to this episode and you're like, I don't even know what the new year is going to be or look like or what I even want. Great. Then you've got time and give yourself time and space to think about that. But if you have given yourself time and space, maybe you're listening to this episode a few weeks after it's come out. Now it's almost December and maybe you've given yourself that time. Now at this point, before again taking action, learn more about those things. This time before the slow seed planting seasons of late winter and early spring are like prep time. The prep time will continue in winter, but how might you set yourself up for success now? So for example, do you have a desire to deepen your relationship with your creativity? Well, 
how might you begin to surround yourself with examples that that is something that is possible for you? Take out books from the library on subjects that you'll be implementing. Clean out the physical space in your house that will be your creative nook, right? Get rid of the stuff that's trying to convince you that that's not something that's for you and begin to invite stuff in that is going to remind you that this intention, this desire of yours is available to you. Or do you have a desire to be more healthy? Whatever your definition of that might be. I've got air quotes around that, be more healthy, because I'm not here to define that for you. You can create your own definition of that. Well, how about sifting through the content you take in and unfollow anything that isn't feeding this desire? That is something that ties into this time, is being conscious of what you're taking in. Exploring what podcasts you could listen to to eventually help support this desire of yours. It's not about taking more on for the sake of doing more. I know I've said that already, but I'm saying it again. It's about sifting through what you're spending your time doing and releasing anything that really isn't serving your deepest desires or isn't serving you even getting to know what those deepest desires even might be. Intuition, your desires, your innermost magical deepest spiritual self can't be heard amongst the noise. So maybe this is a time for prep work for a truer you. You're creating space here for more of you, okay? That's all I've got for you today, Moonflower. I hope that this episode was helpful. Some of these things felt maybe like a little bit hard to explain because these autumnal lessons are layered and uncomfortable because we're meeting a lot of our shadows for lack of a better term. Shadow is a word that's kind of thrown around in the witchy world a lot, but that is kind of what the season is about, is meeting up with our darkness and getting to know it a little bit more. And resistance and restlessness might be your darkness peeking up to the surface. So at the end of the day, please always come back to compassion. Always, always, always come back to compassion. You are doing the best that you can with the tools you have at this part of your journey. You've got this moonflower. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Moonflower Path Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn, and ways that you can find more support from me and this cozy community are all found in the show notes. Please consider rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with a friend. Those are the best ways to show your support for this free and accessible resource. Wishing you a gentle rest of your day, and I look forward to connecting again with you very soon.